welcome to Peppershock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now, here's your host, Ray Allen. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm Ray Allen, Peppershock Media President and CEO. And today I have a special guest and mentor and vendor and partner and client of mine, Mr. Ron Price from Price Associates. Welcome, Ron. It's great to be with you, Ray. We go back a ways. We do. We yeah. do. Rotary at first, right? Uh, Rotary, but even before, well, it may have may been, been when we were in Rotary together, but you started your business 15 years ago now. Yes, It was that's the right. same year that we started Price Associates. That's right. And I I remember having a lunch at the Mexican restaurant in downtown Nampa. We did. And I was so proud of you for stepping out to start your own business. And you were starting a business that was not easy. Not at the time, no. And especially huh? for a woman to start it. Right. And right. I still applaud you for all the success that you've had. That's <laughs> really you. terrific. Thank you. I know Drew and I, I think I was 24 <laughs> when we first started. Yeah, I'm going to say ago. I was quite a bit older than that. <laughs> Yep, yep. No, it's been great. And you've come a long way. Tell me about some of the things that you have been doing since you very first started Price Associates, Ron. We've been through quite an interesting journey. Our company started with the idea of wanting to help leaders grow. And we've always stayed with that as the core purpose. But we have uh, evolved based on what our clients are looking for. Yeah. So before the Great Recession, we were focused a lot more on entrepreneurial businesses that were fast growth companies that were experiencing the growing pains that you have to go through. I think, I don't know if it was so much by design, but um, coming out of the Great Recession, we just ended up working a lot more in three specific sectors that I had not anticipated. One was healthcare. Uh We ended up doing a lot of work there, and we still do today. The second one was uh, technology, high tech. And again, I didn't expect it, but we've had a lot of doors open there. And the third one I really didn't expect, which was agriculture. Uh-huh. And so it's been a great run. Um, we really want to help organizations no matter what industry they're in. Right. And you've traveled all over the world doing what yeah, you do. Yeah, I'm kind of tired. <laughs> <laughs> but your work has taken you to China? To, to Tell me where. Yeah, well, we opened an office in China in 2009. And my goal was to get it open and have it be independent so that I could retire from it. Right. And we did that successfully last yeah. December. I said goodbye. Congratulations. Yeah, it's, it was it's really a wonderful. bittersweet, is it? Yeah, well, it was a sad trip, but it was a happy trip because yeah. we've now trained a thousand coaches in China. Oh. And our team there, which is made up of 15 people, has really done a great job. And they really don't need me. If oh. I, I think I probably get in the way more than anything else. <laughs> well, that's but, a good problem to have, I suppose. Yeah, it train was them up and coach wonderful. Them up. And I know that they're going to survive and thrive without me. So that was great. And yeah. it was nice to tie a bow on that with a goodbye dinner. Okay. And then we have a lot of work right now in Kenya. And we have conversations going on and actually probably close to 15 countries right now where we're licensing some of our material. We're helping to train people and support people who are carrying a similar mission as ours. Wow. So I feel so fortunate that you get to sit here in Nampa, Idaho with me and that you are getting to do culture and brand camp. Well, it's back to my roots and it's, it's fun to be able to carve out some time to be here. That's and right. You've been in Nampa for, for a while, and now you're in, in Boise, but you uh, were claiming Nampa for quite some yeah, time. Yeah, 27 right? years. Yeah. I lived south of Lake Lowell, yeah. and we had a couple acres and really enjoyed raising our family there. In, in um, probably around 20, 
14, 2013, I said to my wife, I'll move anywhere you want. You've always moved where I needed to go. This time it's your choice. And it took her a good two or three years, but she decided on the north end of Boise. And so we moved there two and a half years ago, and we love it there. We walk everywhere. I love it. Especially in the spring or Uh in the fall. It's such a beautiful neighborhood to be in. Yeah, it's great. Well, I'm glad you can make the trip back out to Nampa. Hopefully it was a reverse commute today. <laughs> Actually, I've been here all day. Oh, good. Yeah. This Welcome is a, a dated yeah. podcast when I tell you, but I spoke yeah. at the Nampa Mayor's Prayer Breakfast this oh, morning. wonderful. Then I did a podcast for, I, yeah. I don't know too much about the guy, but he told yeah. us he's got 250,000 subscribers. So I thought, wonderful. yeah, I think I'll do that podcast. Very good. And then I did a webinar for Uh one of our clients that had people from across the country. And then I coached somebody here in town. So I've been here all day. Awesome. It's like old home. Yeah, yeah. welcome welcome back home to Nampa, the heart of the Treasure Valley, right? Right. So, uh, and we have people listening to this podcast all over the country. but Maybe all over uh, the world. Maybe all over the world. You're right. Uh, So what we are talking about is the Culture and Brand Camp. And uh, like I said, we're fortunate to get you uh, in town the day that we're having it, May 14th. I heard Um, we're camp counselors. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was yeah. like, hey, camp leaders, maybe camp counselors. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> We're camping at a, a conference room, but hey, right? Yeah, I can remember many years thinking, I hope I never have to be a camp counselor, but we'll probably have a different group of campers here. <laughs> That's right. We'll have some happy campers that are going to be coming and learning all about culture and branding. Great. And you're going to be talking about what it takes to be a chief culture officer. What it, what can people expect if they come to Culture and Brand Camp from you? Well, first of all, we're going to talk a little bit about what culture is mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then the relationship between culture and strategy. They really have to walk hand in hand. If you have culture with no strategy, it's a party. Yeah, and if right. you have strategy without culture, it doesn't work. Exactly. You, it, your strategy implodes. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about the relationship between those. And then I'm going to brag a little bit on my son. One of my sons had an article about culture that was the cover article for Harvard Business Review in January, February of 2018, Uh where he and his company have taken a deep look into different kinds of cultures and Uh what cultures work in what kinds of businesses. So we're going to look at that from a, a bit of an analytical point of view And then we're going to talk about how the owner or the CEO or the leader of the company really is the chief culture officer. It's their job to set the pace, to Mm -hmm. model Mm -hmm. the culture that they want, to protect the culture that they want, to reward the culture Mm -hmm. that they want. So we're going to talk about practical ways that people can do that. I'm excited to hear it, even for our own culture. I love building cultures and and giving uh, other people uh, ideas that they can take and incorporate into their culture as well. And, you know, when we have a creative culture, people always are asking all the time, what are you doing? How are you doing it? Uh, Because there's a number of things to think about, not just employee retention, but also client retention. Because the brand experience that you have all start with your people, right? Right, right. And uh, a lot of times what your clients are looking for is creativity. Mm-hmm. So the more that you continue to nurture that with them, yeah. the better your retention is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I've been to your office enough times to know that part of your culture has to do with how the office gets decorated. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yep. Well, hey, it's all about branding. And now it's uh, orange is the new, you know, color for us. And so it's fresh and, and it's a great way to build that um, brand experience when people walk in the door. And we want people to feel welcome. And of course, we want our people to 
to love where they work, and so that's a good part of it, too. Yeah, of course, orange is a great color because of the team in Boise that we all like to root for. But (laughs) also, uh, I'm not a color analyst, and I don't even know if I believe it, but somebody told me that orange represents expertise. Ah, So when they come and see your orange, they're saying, oh, these are the people that can help us. They have expertise, right? Now, if you can find something that rhymes with orange, then you're doing a good job. Yeah. I, I've, I, t- I've been told that there's no, well, nothing that rhymes with orange. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to figure that out. Yeah. There must be. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see what that is. But uh, I think the Culture and Brand Camp, we, I'm so thrilled about how many people have already registered for it. And um, it's coming up quickly. But we uh, want to just share uh, and have a good time together. We're going to be there from 8.30 a.m. to 1.30. We've got lunch provided. Uh, thanks to the Bank of the West and DeLuca and Willow. Um, Melissa DeLuca will be there. She's from Google. She's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had some wonderful conversations. I really like her a lot. Yeah. And yeah. she has a lot of wisdom because of her experience, but she's a good soul also. Absolutely. And then we have Shelly G, the founder of Women Ignite. She's a celebrity in this I know, I know. Talk about subscribers, right? (laughs) And I've never been at an event where we were both presenting, so I'm looking forward to being able to spend some time with her. Yeah, me too. And uh, then we also have, of course, I get to speak about branding and the importance of bringing your brand with your culture together and about that experience that you get. But uh, you've had a lot of experience with that yourself. You have any idea how many clients you've worked with in the last 15 years? You know, when somebody asked me that a while ago, and I I meant to kind of look it all up, but I think if if I had to to guess, if I mean, I it depends on if we do one off projects or if we do a series of ongoing projects. But I think at any one given time, we have anywhere between seventy five to one hundred and twenty five ongoing projects that we're working on. That's a lot. Yeah, and then we have ongoing. Re- retainer clients. Um, there's uh, about 24 of those that we work with on and going. Some of them have been with us since the very beginning. Like you guys have been yep. with us since that's right. very beginning. Yeah. And, and you know that yeah. branding, when it's done well, is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Right. It's not some event that you have, but it's mm-hmm. a process that you continue to build on over time. Yeah. And I love developing people and bringing in experts like you and people that can help us continue to build our people and develop them and and help mold that culture into a learning environment where people continuously learn. And we've learned a lot. Like you were talking about the Great Recession. I can remember when they the, the, the experts were calling it new media, right? Because we were all doing traditional media. When traditional, we didn't even know it was called traditional. It was, you know, newspaper and billboards and TV and radio. And then suddenly now this new media emerged and I didn't realize it at the time that I was an early adopter because I got on Twitter and Facebook and now suddenly we're helping all of these customers of ours get on Twitter and Facebook and what is this thing, right? Yeah. And I might be bragging a bit on you um, also when I mentioned that the Idaho Business Review just announced their favorite businesses in the valley. And if I remember right, Pe- Pepper Shock took first place for website design. We did website design and then uh, best PR and advertising yeah. agency, yeah, yeah, which was, that was Fantastic. pretty cool when they sent that email. I was and like, I know oh, some right, of awesome. the competitors, it's sort of like you beat the big guys. I, yes, because it's been years. I was like, how come we never get that? And now we did. So I feel so special that that was something that happened 
finally and that people, you know, recognize our brand. And, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting because I voted once and didn't even really think about it again until they sent us the email to say that we were the best of. I'm like, yes. That's terrific. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been it's been good. And I've come a long ways from when we very first started. We first did the tests with you and with our team. We did the uh, assessments, the DISC assessments, and I learned all about the DISC and how our team works together and how, you know, you have to have kind of the yin and yang to your business. And we do. And believe it or not, that's a part of branding and it's a part of culture Mm -hmm. that all plays into it. So we'll be talking about that during the camp. Yes. Oh, do we get to talk about disc assessments in that? We'll talk about how a person's behavioral style Uh and their underlying motivators all play into the kind of culture they end up creating. Yeah. You know, we can create culture intentionally, Mm -hmm. thoughtfully, or we can just create culture. Mm Mm-hmm. But every organization has a culture. Right. The question is, is it the right culture and is it the culture that's helping you achieve what your goals are? Right. All, all the way through uh, employee retention and attraction. You know, we're trying to hire uh, another position right now. And it's a big deal when people feel like they want to come to you because of your culture and your people and, and what you believe in and the clients that you get to work for. And, it and culture these days is very transparent. Mm-hmm. It's not something you can hide. People go to Glassdoor. Mm-hmm. or they talk to other people in the neighborhood. And culture is no longer something that is hidden. Mm-hmm. They know a lot about you before they ever say, yes, they're going to come. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think um, by making a culture strategy a focus in your organization, just by even recognizing that that's a, a process that you need to go through and do, that helps 100%. And I, I think that there was some sort of famous quote, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's like, oh, we're going to work on culture later um, because, you know, I'm going to focus on other things now. Well, you can't really work on culture later. Culture works on you, you know, if you don't do something about working with it. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And none of us has a perfect culture. That's right. Yeah. And there's not one culture that fits all organizations. Mm-hmm. This is part of what we're going to talk about yeah. is what's the right culture for what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing to do when you first get to work with a new client, Ron? Listen. Yeah. Yeah. I want to understand why they're in the business that they're in. Mm-hmm. I want to understand their past. I want to understand um, what they're proud of mm-hmm. that they've accomplished I want to understand what their vision is for the future. What is it that makes it more than just a job and makes them feel there's a sense of mission behind what they're doing? That's really what I enjoy the most. And then a lot of our work is how, how do we help them amplify that? How do we help them bring that into reality and continue to expand that vision? Mm-hmm. And you've worked a lot with transitioning businesses from one generation to the next, or you've worked with, you know, where people before they get ready to sell, or maybe they're leading up new managers. You've talked a lot about millennials learning and growing and because of the gap, right? And so just tell me some of the things that you have over the years have done that you're most proud about in working with uh, all of the executives that you've worked with? Well, I, I think the thing I'm most, there are a lot of things that I'm really grateful to have had the opportunity to be involved in, but probably the thing I'm most grateful in is a leader who's being prepared to take over an organization and watching them go through that process and the acceleration of their maturation and then really own the top position, the CEO or president position when they take it. And, and I become somebody who's applauding them 
but the, it's become their own character. It's become their own expertise, mm -hmm. and they really excel in that position because of that. That's a lot of fun. We, we say in our coaching work, we say that whoever we're working with gets 90% of the credit for anything that works well. Ah. And we only get 10%. And we don't say that in a false humility. Mm -hmm. It's really that person's commitment to growth, mm -hmm. their commitment to um, their own character development, their commitment to fulfilling the responsibilities of the job at the highest level. That's what makes it happen. We're just a fuse that helps them get going. And, and we oftentimes can give them a little bit of counsel or advice or encouragement or ask the right questions. But the real work is being done by them. So it's, uh, as you know, I'm a little bit older and I'm at the stage where for me, the greatest joy is being able to see other people in the spotlight and see them excel. That's great. And I got to participate in the Complete Leader Program when we had the, the first Boise cohort here. And it was, uh, what, what, 18 months? How long? Four, 14, 14 months. 14 months? Yeah. Uh, yeah, not 18. 14 months of working with a group of people who are all leaders or learning to be leaders. And it was a really wonderful program to go through. But now we're still talking to the people that we were yeah. a part of that. Um, but like you said, if you're committed to it and you show up and you go through it, you're willing to you know, put forth the effort, then you're going to learn a lot and get a lot out of it. Right. Yeah. And, and are you doing more co cohorts? We have two more cohorts going in Boise right now. We have a, a cohort that brings people together from different companies that started in February. Okay. And it will go through next April, April of 2020. And then uh, this week, we launched a program that we decided that we were going to try something that was specific to a particular industry or area of interest. And a couple of our facilitators were really interested in launching a program specifically for Christian leaders. Ah. So it's mm -hmm. pastors, people who work on staffs of churches or nonprofit organizations. So we've got a cohort of just that kind of leader. And we've been experimenting in other areas with this. We have a cohort in Montana right now that's 100% physicians, oh, 18 wow. physicians working together. So we're initially we were using the program inside a business to develop their leaders for the future. And then we expanded to public. And now we're thinking about trade-specific or oh, profession-specific yeah. cohorts. To as help long as they're not like competing with each other necessarily, yeah, right? Right, yeah. right. Uh, that yeah. makes sense. I, you know, the couple churches, they probably don't know what that word competing means. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but it's been a, a, both of these cohorts going on here right now are great. And I think we're up to somewhere over 30 cohorts that we've had oh, now wow. around the world. Yeah. And um, it's really been a very fulfilling part of the work that we do. I love it. I love it. If you ever want somebody to come in and speak about branding or marketing, you know, you yeah. know who to go to. Uh, we know who our subject matter <laughs> That's expert right. is. There you go. <laughs> uh, and so you also uh, have some books out. What's going on there? Yeah. Tell me more. Well, um, you know, it goes back quite a few years. A guy, a mentor of mine named Charles Tremendous Jones. I met him when you brought him to Rotary. Yeah, yes, yeah. I remember. He was quite a character. You can't forget him, no, honestly. No, he was bigger than life. Yeah. He was on my case to write a book. And, and back in 1999, I finally acquiesced and wrote the first book. It was really more designed for the company that I ran back then. And he kept saying, come on, Ron, where's the next book? Where's the next book? So... Um, we had a book that came out called Treasure, uh, the Treasure Inside, Treasure Inside. Yeah. yeah, 23 Unexpected Principles That Activate Greatness. And it's done well. It's, it's on uh, Amazon. 
You can get it in ebook formats and we've we've done well with that. I actually wrote that book for my kids and I always joke that they won't read it so I make it available to others. But <laughs> nice. truth is they have most of them have read it. I have a signed copy. I feel very <laughs> special. <laughs> In 2014 Randy Lisk and I published The Complete Leader, mm-hmm. which is the textbook that we use for our leadership development program. And now we have a workbook too to go with it. Yeah. Yeah, we have the companion yeah. and um the the textbook is on audible as well right now so people can listen to it if they'd rather and then uh, in 2017 evans Baya and i published a book called the innovators advantage mm-hmm. revealing the hidden connection between people and process we're really excited about the message in that book it's a very dense book mm-hmm. but we've been using that to take organizations through transformational journeys of innovation and really doing big things, and it's really exciting to see what's happening with that. From that grew a uh, 12-month Innovators Advantage Academy, where people go through 12 days of training and then work on innovation projects as they go. And our our goal is always to create multiples of what the program costs in return on investment right. within those ROI. first couple of years. So wait, twelve days in a row, or you twelve one, days over twelve months? Over twelve months. Yeah, we Got actually okay. stack it up front, and uh, then we have these innovation workshops where they're bringing their work back and oh. we're mm-hmm. critiquing it. Oh, nice. And then uh, we stay with them for another two years after they've graduated from the academy to continue to help get it integrated into their culture. That's right. I love it. And then in um, September of 2018, Stacy Ennis and I published Growing Influence, a story of how to lead with character, expertise, and impact. And it's getting a lot of traction. Yeah, we see it everywhere. We're really grateful. We were um, recently recognized by Axiom Book Awards as the number one business fable for 2018 in the U.S., Congratulations, yeah, too, by the way. You. That's amazing. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. I have yeah. no doubt, though. I mean, I, I well, see that. I we, can see why. We really put our heart into it, and um, we've been really, really grateful with the response we've gotten from people. It's available in uh, Barnes & Noble stores, of course, online. It's mm-hmm. also available on Audible, and uh, it's going to be in 200 airports starting in oh, September. that's great. Yeah, everyone can read it while they're flying. Yeah, <laughs> nice. well, uh, my understanding is they see it in an airport store and they take a picture of it so they can order oh, it later. I see. <laughs> <laughs> a few people buy it because they're flying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we hope we hope that it's uh, reaching more and more people. I'm pretty ambitious with this book because of its message and because it connects head to heart. Mm. My goal is for a million people to read it. And my publisher says I'm three quarters crazy. Wow. But that's okay. As long as I've got a quarter of sanity left, I'll continue going forward. <laughs> I have no doubt that you'll get your million dollar or million mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's great. Now, now what's next? Um, I'm focused on supporting our team. Our team continues to grow. We yeah. have our faculty for the Complete Leader Program has grown to 60 people now. And I'm focused on supporting them. I actually have outlines for three more books but I stew over a book for a long time before we start writing Uh and so I don't know when I'll pull the trigger to start working on those but if I could write three more books before I'm finished I I would really be happy and there's one that's extremely tough about a topic that's very complex that I've been working I want to be able to communicate it to an eighth grader so that they understand it and when I'm convinced I've gotten it there then I'll be ready to start writing. Does this happen to be what we learned about in the Complete Leader, one, one of the topics? Yeah, it's called 
axiology, That's the study I, of value, I, and it's a very academic topic that I find to be quite inspiring. Yeah, I would love to read that book. I would. Well, I hope I get it done someday. Yes, I do. I hope you do, too. <laughs> you will. <laughs> uh, you put your mind to something. I'm sure you'll get it done. Yes. Well, before then, I have to get to this camp. That's right. we got to go to the Culture and Brand Camp on May 14th. Right. That's right. 830. Uh, it's at the Silverstone Event Plaza. And uh, we we're just talking about culture and branding and uh, working that together. And Ron is going to address uh, being the chief culture officer. And so go to peppershock.com slash events to register. Uh, any parting words before we go here? I don't think there are many seats left. So whoever hears this should register immediately That's right. in order to get in. That's right. They need to immediately. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Ron. And we will see you on May 14th at Culture and Brand Camp. Great. Thanks, Ray. All right. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Find more online at peppershock.com. 